0: of the Adaptive Citizens with your hosts, Ben and Elijah. We are on episode 12 with a little twist. <laughs> Hopefully this sounds good. Um, to us, it sounds fucking amazing.
1: Yeah, it sounds way better.
0: Yeah, we have the same mics that we had before, but we have the new um, mixer. <laughs> adding in the clapping because this is uh we're clapping to you guys because if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be able to do this first off. So thank every single one of you guys. Thanks to every single one of you guys. That's how you would say that. Yeah. Um, We appreciate it very, very much. So what this is going to allow us to do is we're allowed to do phone call interviews. We have two more uh, ports so we can do like up to two more people in yeah. here which I didn't even think about it but we need to add not only two more mics in order to do that but two more bar stools. Yep. <laughs> so we got to find some bar stools. I think you found some cool ones though at Harbor Freight.
1: Yeah, uh, actually yeah.
0: Yeah, we could get those.
1: Yeah those were, those were good. Yeah? Okay Yeah.
0: So we'll just have to figure out table space but I don't mind sitting in a corner in order to have a conversation
1: No, if, we, if I scoot over it'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, you got all that room Even if we had someone kind of yeah,
0: no, yeah we could good. fit two more people in here. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to be really close. Hopefully, it's not a heated conversation, but <laughs> 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 I don't want to smell you and Shoot. be angry at you.
1: After a few minutes, it's going to be a heated conversation. It's hot it, in here.
0: Uh, it does, it well, Dude, it gets hot with just you and I. I can only imagine.
1: <sighs> yeah, we're going to have to figure that out.
0: Yeah. But yeah, an so now we can do we can do guests now. And Ben doesn't sound quiet as fuck.
1: No, this one's way better. We can adjust my mic so I can sound normal.
0: And, I, yeah, I can turn him up or turn them down. I can even mute him. Like, say something, Ben. I don't know what we did. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Mute your So, yeah, now
1: if Elijah's, you know, vaping or doing whatever, he can, yeah, do that too. Yeah,
0: now I'm dancing. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> They're envisioning it. Uh, hold on, what is this?
1: Oh, uh, this is going to be like the podcast of yeah. random.
0: Welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> what does this one do? Oh, ah, that was so fucking funny. <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> um, those are cool. We're going to have to upload some things on there. I think I want to upload a scream. Okay. And then I want to upload that one where it's like, what did he say? Uh,
1: yes, yes. <laughs> 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 no, we need that one. So
0: let us know. We have two more spots for audio that we can upload to. So let us know if there's something you guys think that we should add to this.
1: Yeah, yeah, we need uh, know. suggestions. Yeah, that'd be fun. But yeah, so we're... We, we, Upgrading, so we, now we can do we can do more.
0: Yeah. So you said you wanted so <laughs> now we've talked about the the mixer. You said you wanted to talk about that drill. What what drill are you talking about?
1: What is uh what is his name? Elijah Dickinson. Dickson? A Dickens. Dickens. Yeah, it's yeah, the Elijah
0: the, Dickens drill. That's right. Yeah, Elijah
1: <clears throat> Dickens drill. Yeah, it was fun. Um, I I know that we didn't shoot it to what we probably wanted to, but yeah, I was, I was not impressed. I was happy that all my target all my shots got on target. Mm-hmm. I know that the grouping could be tighter, but it made me feel good that if in a situation I have the ability to get them all on target. So. Well, let's
0: let's preface this so they know the drill. Okay, so, so it's
1: 40 yards.
0: So, well, I have it right here. Okay. There so, you go. so, it's called the Dickin drill. From concealment, shoot 10 rounds at 40 yards with 15 seconds into a full-size USPSA target. At least 8 rounds must go must be on target to pass. Jesus hit factor of 1.25 or above to pass Uh, must shoot cold with exception of zero confirmation. So you can check your zero, make sure everything's good to go. If you're good to go, now run the drill. There's no trying this drill from 40 yards prior to actually doing it. Um, That's what that means. Okay. Uh, Can shoot from supported cover, but add three seconds to time for hit factor calculation because time on top of... That matters, which you, we saved that cardboard. Yeah. We didn't save the time. Did? Oh, no, we did. No, we wrote we the did. time. We wrote and the and time your... and our misses and our yep. hits. Okay. So we'll get the actual hit factor for that. So when we do the video, we can we can post it up. Um, and then the last part of that is minor power factor scoring. So we need to find the minor power.
1: Yeah, which is, it's USPSA. So is that what that is? Yeah. Okay. And it's, it's kind of mm. like when we did the T-Rex drill where each one had a, a point value. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if he was using the the minor power factor or what if that that was the point system he was using, but it was, Mm -hmm. um, but that's kind of the same thing. Yeah, you base it off of that your point system, but either
0: way though, it it was a I think it was a really big eye opener. So when we go on the range, I'm usually utilizing a Glock 17. Yep, I don't train as much with my concealed as I do as my range gun, and that's a flaw on my end yeah Um, and so training with a Glock 19 it's a little bit shorter of a barrel it's a little bit smaller of a frame it's easier to conceal than a 17 and that's why I conceal it however it is a Glock it's the same ergonomics and everything of the 17 other than I have less area for my hand yeah um but doing that cold, it really opened your eyes. Like, okay, first off I can get eight out of these 10 shots, which I think the first time we went through, we both only hit eight of the 10 rounds yep. on paper. Yep. Like the ninth shot for both of us was far left or far right. And yeah. it was on the edge of the bottom right pelvic area on the D's, D zone. Yeah. But it was just a sliver. It wasn't enough to call it a hit in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but it was there. We could see it, but we missed one of those 10 rounds Oh, and it was – I don't know if I mentioned, but it has to be done in 15 seconds.
1: You might have.
0: I think – But either way, 15 I, seconds. Yeah, so you have to complete this 40 yards, 10 shots, 15 seconds, and get a minimum of eight in order for it to even be considered passable. Yeah, so we
1: did it – I think we both – I think the longest time was like 12, almost 13 seconds. Yeah. And it, it felt like – It felt like an eternity. you did nine seconds the first time.
0: Yeah, 9.40 was the first one, and then 12 seconds flat for the second was mine.
1: And it, like, the first one, because I did it in 10 seconds, I was like, I felt like I was going slow. And
0: I was more accurate on the cold than I was on the second time.
1: Yeah, that was kind of weird. I wonder if it was like, like, you got confident, and I was like, oh, I can do this. Yeah, and so I don't you know. Didn't...
0: I, I wasn't confident, though. When I went to go do it, yeah, I was just, I was making sure that I was holding my shots higher mm-hmm. so they weren't dropping so low. And I was taking a longer time after that trigger reset for my follow-up shots yeah. I was making sure that I wasn't just slapping the trigger and it was just right off the wall pull, wall pull. And it was just I was trying to be consistent. Yeah. But realizing that I shot 10 rounds in 9.40 seconds, so I was shooting one round less than 1 second at a time. You know, almost every every second I have some time. Yeah. So that's where that whole hit factor scoring comes into play. Is I have time, I can slow down a little bit. So I added 2 seconds to that. And it didn't help at all. <laughs> so it's like just fucking lay it down, like I did initially. Yeah. And I, I don't know. But the fact that I hit that target and you hit that target, we had mm-hmm. almost identical hit scores. Yeah. Um. Even times were really fucking close. But at forty yards, like it's that's no joke, man. This fucking kid's a straight up Chad.
1: Yeah. That was after you kind of laid out there. I was like, damn, that's that's a ways away.
0: Yeah. So Eli Dickin or Dickens, or I don't know his actual name. Total Chad, if you don't know who we're talking about, he was the um, 22-year-old that had stopped the potential active shooter at the mall in, what was it? Was it Illinois?
1: That's a good question.
0: I think it was Illinois. Someone's going to fucking be pissed about this. I don't remember where it was. It doesn't matter to me because it wasn't a mass shooting. It didn't happen.
1: I mean, yeah, he he stopped a mass shooting. He
0: stopped a mass shooting, and I think it was within 15 seconds. Or it was the first it was two seconds he responded after yeah. the first shot. Like, One shot went off, two seconds later he pushes his girlfriend out of the way, braces up against something, and takes ten shots at this fucking dude in fifteen seconds and ended the threat. And eight of those rounds fucking dropped the soy boy to the ground.
1: Like that's Yeah. I mean, it really makes me feel confident about, you know, the younger kids in, in the the world. Yeah. I mean, twenty two, he just barely got his, you know, it's his concealed. Yeah. Or I think wasn't the state that he was in, they just, within a week prior, did the uh, constitutional carry?
0: I don't – I think
1: so. Yes. I Something think that's like what, that.
0: Uh, yeah, Yeah. it's a constitutional carry state, and the mall has a rule where it was like no weapons, and he was like,
1: <laughs> <okay."> <laughs> I ain't no <a> bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay.
0: And I just saved all these fucking lives. Now what? Yeah. Now what? What's your argument? Show well, me the logic.
1: And everyone on the left is freaking out because it's, it's going against their narrative, and he's basically proving that – no matter where, you conceal carry. It was Indiana. Indiana.
0: Indiana. So, hero, but Hell not... yeah. Yeah, one hero, but no lasting solution. That's the headline. No, the New lasting solution
1: is fucking concealed carry everywhere.
0: Everywhere. Yeah. When, when a bystander fatally shot in a... Uh, yeah, they use that word. God, I hate that already. The first sentence. When a bystander fatally shot an assailant at an Indiana mall... The country again debated the wisdom of easier access to guns. Yeah, yeah, and it, it—it there should be absolutely no age restriction and absolutely no debate whatsoever when it comes to owning, possessing, training, or fucking carrying a firearm at all. Period. We're American. Eat a fucking dick. I don't
1: know. I think it's, I think it's good for. I think a lot of people in the general public are probably going because there's a lot of people that reached out to me and was like. I need to start carrying. Yes. And I was like, yeah, you do. Like, this is a good wake-up call that you could be the one to stop, you know, a mass shooter. And even, you know, my my dad who – I think think this was a good wake-up call for him because he went out and he shot his carry gun that he hasn't really shot ever. Right. And I was like – other than kind of the stuff that he was having issues with, I was trying to walk him through. But just the fact that he went out and started doing that, I was like, this is – I think a lot of people are – seen that the the potential or the um the good that can come from just concealed carrying protecting your loved ones.
0: Yeah. Well and it's not even like uh, there's there's this idea that carrying a gun, those that carry a gun are looking for trouble. No. And so I'll give you an example. Um I haven't even told you about this today. This happened I it, it goes deeper. I'm just gonna get into this. <laughs> so me and the wife, this I come from how am I gonna say this? I gotta I gotta preface this with a little bit of background. So I come from a an urban city okay. where there's a lot of slimy fucking people. There's a lot of people coming from all over the world through this place because it's a major city, uh, Portland. Yeah, everyone knows this. Yeah. So there's a lot of business, a lot of uh, students that come from different countries and states and all sorts of stuff. So you experience a, a large demographic of different people. Okay. Yeah. So I've had my fair share of interactions with people um, based off of my experience of living in ghetto environments. I'm pretty good at like, um, I wouldn't say labeling, but profiling people based off the way they carry themselves and speak. Yeah. So like how we were talking about stereotypes in the last yeah. two <laughs> podcasts ago. Yeah. Where it's really easy to, I could tell you essentially half of your life story without knowing anything about you other than looking at you right now.
1: Yeah. You can kind of, yeah, pick them apart.
0: Right. And so it's it's, it's easy to pick people apart. So what happened today was we went to the gas station, Mm -hmm. a lot of shady shit happens at gas stations. And this was just one of multiple stops we were making within the day. And so just like any other day, I'm like scrubbing the windshield down. I'm, you know, looking over my shoulder, just kind of, and before I even pull out, you know, get out of my car seat, I'm, I'm looking around, you know, I'm scanning the environment. I'm looking at the guy that's next to me on the pump squared away. No problem. I get out, scrubbing the windshield, pumping gas. And I see this Dodge Charger, silver Dodge Charger, Arizona plates. I even got a picture of his plate. I, we called non-emergency on him, actually. Oh, shit. Um, yeah, because he was harassing people, and I was one of the first ones that he hit. So this car rolls up. And so I got a trailer, a horse trailer on the other side of me. So I don't, I'm not pulling any trailer. I'm just in my truck with my wife and my son. Yeah. And so this horse trailer is on the other side. So they're kind of blocking my way to go forward if I was to pull out. So I wasn't done pumping gas. This guy comes around on the opposite side of my vehicle and pulls in completely blocking in the front of my vehicle between me and this trailer. And he honks at me and he waves at me and sticks his hand out the window to shake my hand. He's like, hey, hey. And so I was like, I thought it was, I maybe a, it was maybe a supporter. We got a big banner on the truck showing yeah, the, yeah. you know, operational industries, this is who we are. So I thought it was like a supporter. So I walked up and was like, hey man, what's going on? Shook his hand. But as he looked at me and I looked at him and I went to shake his hand, I felt something wasn't right. And I looked behind him So I'm, I have my sunglasses on, right? And I'm carrying, I had my gun on me and my wife saw this happen too. So uh,
1: when you say behind him, like in the back seat? So there's
0: someone behind him in the back seat. And then there's someone in the passenger seat next to him. And as he was reaching out, the guy behind him was reaching behind the seat.
1: Oh shit.
0: So I'm not even looking at him. I'm, I'm watching Ben can see. Yeah, I'm looking at this kid and I grabbed his hand and then let go as soon as I grabbed his hand. and was like, I'm not doing like a shake. I just grabbed his hand and was like, what's up? And then I kind of backed up. And almost immediately, my body was like, "Pull your gun!"
1: No shit.
0: I I'd swear to God, like I was, I was in this. Adrenaline kicked in so fucking hard right there. This was not right, because it all started to come together. You boxed me and you honked at me. You pulled me close to you. This guy's reaching back behind us, and now I got tunnel vision. Immediately, tunnel shit. vision. Yeah. And so, because I'm having flashbacks of other inter, you know, interactions I've had as as yeah. a young adult and a child that. This is a setup. Yeah. And so this dude goes, Hi, I'm from Dubai. He has a really thick accent. I'm from Dubai. Um, I will give you my gold chain, my watch, and my ring for gas. I lost my wallet. And I was like, uh, Nah, man, I can't help you. And so generally, I help people in situations like this, but so, the situation was off. Yeah. So. So the guy was no longer reaching behind the seat. He was sitting forward and I was looking at his hands. I looked at the person's hands in the back seat because I was close enough to see because I'm, I'm taller than them. They're in a uh, a charger, yeah, yeah. right? And they're sitting down and he pulls up this ring. It's a fat ass ring. It's all gold. And it was fake as fuck. And I can tell. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. And he
0: was like, I'll give you this ring. And I was like, I don't have any money. And he's like, no, 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 no money, just gas. And I was like, I can't help you. Yeah. Like just looked him straight in the face. I can't help you. Have a good day. <laughs> because I knew what he was doing. This is something that happens a lot in a lot of places. So there's one or two things that are happening, or three things. Yeah. He genuinely lost his wallet, and he needs help.
1: But that probability but is really small.
0: Here's my, so here's where I get stereotypical. Um, you're from Dubai, motherfucker. You got gas for free in your country, and you're asking me for gas because you lost your wallet? How come the other two fighting-aged males in that vehicle with you don't have a wallet either? You don't have a phone. You can't call somebody. Yeah. Just because you're from du- – uh, Hi, I'm Elijah. I'm from Portland, Oregon. I lost my wallet. Can I give you a ring for some gas? What? <laughs> Do you have a phone that works, bro? Yeah. You ever heard of a wire transfer? Like anything else, right? So those that was my first was like, fuck you. Okay, you're, you're rich as fuck if you're from Dubai and you got a charger. You know? Like this kid was – he looked like he was out of a fucking Vogue magazine, the type of shit he was wearing. He had money.
1: Yeah. So it was just, it just seemed off. It like, seemed Why off. are you asking me money and you look like...
0: You, he shows me his gas and he's like, he's running out of gas. So why are you driving around the fucking parking lot? Yeah. Why would if you you're running out of it? gas. So then I, I tell him, no, I'm not, I'm not doing nothing. So the next thing that I was thinking was, I've experienced a situation similar to this in Portland, where you have multiple people in the vehicle, where while I'm distracted with him and I'm no longer paying attention to my vehicle... The guy's gonna get out and act like he's going inside the store, but he's going to work around behind me and get something out of my vehicle, grab right. something. Yeah. And this happens to a lot of old people and people that just aren't paying attention to their surroundings whatsoever. Yeah. Um, it's kind of like a smash and grab without the smashing because your car's unlocked. They just open the passenger door and pull out whatever they need to. But my wife was in there and she locked the doors. Yeah. So I didn't like it. So I get I'm done with my gas. I pull off and. While I'm, before I even pull off, he had already harassed two other people doing the same thing, showing him the ring, driving around this, that, and the other. And so I go across the street to this other little tavern place and I'm mm-hmm. watching him. And so he backs into a parking space and then the kid gets out of the passenger seat and runs over to this other lady and follows her into the store. So he like says something to her. There's a conversation and he, she, he follows her into the store. So I'm thinking that she said to him that she was going to help out. Yeah. Yeah. But the way that she was walking and he was like pacing her like, I'm not letting you leave me. The way he, like, you know what I mean? It was a very weird way he was following her. Yeah, like almost
1: like, I don't know.
0: It was like, okay, I've got you, now I can't leave you. I need you to follow through with what you said. Yeah. And so either she said, I'm gonna give you gas, I need to go inside and get some change or she didn't say that and something else was said. Yeah. And so she comes out And I noticed that he came out before her with nothing in hand and she came out after and went fucking like flanked hard left to avoid this guy coming out of the store. So it was not a good conversation because they spent a good while in the store and she came out of the store with things in her hands. So I think she was trying to buy time because she felt uncomfortable, hoping he would just leave her alone. And so I just I'm, I'm narrating this to Tiana like this doesn't look good. This I don't like this feeling. And through this time, now this kid's back in the car. And now they go up to another fucking two other people. And so it seems like he has finally gotten through to somebody. So I think someone gives him something. And he pulls up to a pump and, I, and she was like, oh, he's getting gas. And I was like, did he get out of the vehicle? No, he did not get out of the vehicle. He's not out of the vehicle yet. His vehicle is still on. He just pulled up to a pump and he's sitting there. Watch. He's not going to get out. Sure as shit, he sits there for about three minutes, pulls off, goes back to the parking spot, bothers another fucking person. This dude's just fucking making money at this point. Hmm. And so we called non-emergency and was like, yo, there's this dude out here scamming people for fucking money, saying he needs gas money. Like, y'all need to come check this dude out because he ain't even from here. He says he's from Dubai. He has Arizona plates. He's harassing every single fucking woman or vulnerable old person that he can. I'm surprised he even approached me. Like...
1: Well, I'm just, like, trying to replay this and just kind of, like, take it from a outside perspective. Yeah. Like, So the one thing I kind of look at is that, dude, if he generally is from somewhere else, he, their customs and how they interact is a lot different than the way we are. So, like, right. I think some of that I remember, and I hate ever using it, but, like, being in Iraq, um, there was, like, a like a market type thing. And you know, a lot of yeah. Turkish people and people from like D- D- the Dubai area would go there and sell like suits and whatever. And it kind of, the way you're describing it, it does sound similar. In That's the how way they communicate. It's like you're in my, you know, space is much different. Americans are like, we like our space. Whereas out there they are much closer and, and they are a little more pushy. Mm-hmm. So I think that might be a little bit. Arizona could be a rental, could be a rental car, um, but I. Th- I That's think, a good point. Yeah, it could be. But I do, but you should always trust your gut, and I bet you, you're probably very right in that their actions or their intentions were not were nefarious. They were either trying to scam people for money or whatever it was. Yeah. But I, I always try to look at it like, okay, like what's the difference? Because if you saw that his gas was low. How long has he been, is he going to be able to putt around? Right. And then he get,
0: and then it's, so when we were waiting, he finally pulls out because the last person they were interacting with, the kid that was in the passenger seat. And I say kid, he was probably like 20, something like that. But he, he's looking, he looked across the street and saw me and gave me a thumbs up. He saw that I was watching him. He knew I was watching him the whole fucking time. Yeah. That's what that thumbs up was, was like, all right, got you. Like I see that you're watching us. You don't trust what we're doing. They get in the car and they pull out. Yeah. And so, and the, what, and what they do yeah. is they go to the first on ramp and get get on the interstate to go to the next gas station off the next exit. Oh. That's what this is just a job for them. It's no different than the people that have jobs and stand on the fucking corner and ask for money because they're homeless, which is <sighs> bullshit right. half yeah. the time.
1: That's and I always feel bad because it's like you, those people have. There's people that probably are panhandling that legitimately don't have anything. Yeah. And how do you know? You don't. Like, you just kind of have to either go, like...
0: It's just a scam most of the time nowadays. It's, And so now it's like, it's just like, would you like to donate um, $5 to the children's... Bitch, I'm poor. (laughs) No. No, and seriously, like, I I tip good... Whenever we go anywhere, yeah. like we always tip good. We make sure that because we understand, like that, especially in Idaho, that that means a lot because waitress. Some places That's where they make most of their money. Some waitresses here are based off of just tips. Like yeah. they don't even have an hourly wage. It's not like Oregon where they're paid hourly plus tips.
1: Yeah, like uh, Felicia when she was working at Red Lobster, she made. $2 and 95 cents an hour. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. people and it don't basically like, only pays for tax.
0: Exactly. Yeah. It's, it, it's it, bullshit. It, it, it's a, yeah. It, and that, and that's why we always are generous with tips. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, unless you're a piece of shit, like I even got, we went out to go get steak and mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I want it like uh, medium rare or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I got it like, it was purple, bro. Like, it was so chewy and purple. And, and I was like, you know, I'm not a big fan of the steak, To Tiana, and, I, and she was like, well, let's talk to him. And I was like, no, it's, it's fine. Like, I'll, I'm not one of the people that complain or anything. I go to the bathroom with Leland and I you come really back sh- and they fucking walk off with my steak. I'm like, really? And she's like, no, it's fine. Like, they're not upset about it. Like, the guy came back and he's like, yo, that was rare, rare, bro. Like, that was not <laughs> done right. Like, he's like, I'm so sorry. We're going to get you squared away. And I was like, I... I ate that steak the next day for breakfast like i didn't oh yeah, i was done dude i was like i'm not even hungry anymore like i'm done i'm cool yeah. but we still tipped well because yeah. the wait that has nothing to do with the waitress and the way she does her job it has everything to do with the cook and him just not paying attention and probably probably like googling eyeing some waitress or something yeah, yeah. not paying attention but
1: have you ever watched the movie Waiting? Oh
0: my god, the goat! <laughs> oh my god, dude!
1: That makes me like always like like you're saying about like like saying anything's wrong with the food. I'm like, mm, yeah, this I, food's I don't great.
0: I don't want pubes in my <laughs> shit. Like no dandruff. Yeah. I'm I'm dude. I'm good. That was a good fucking show. I I love that show. Oh my
1: god, I've showed like Felicia, which was so weird. She's never watched it, and she watched. She's like, you'd be surprised at how accurate this is. Oh my god, I'm. Scared. I was just like really she's like yeah like especially like how they interact when like they're all nice and smiley whatever and then they go back in the back Mm -hmm. and they're like fuck fuck this (laughs) (laughs) she's like it's so true even like she's even saying how like when people will come in and they're saying oh these people are going to tip well these people are not she's like that's exactly that's to the t you Mm -hmm. can watch people come in and you know they're going to tip well how they're going to conduct themselves like
0: to yeah. the T. And
1: yeah. she's like, yeah, stereotyping or stereotyping
0: is. And that's why it's like, so for me, like customer service, <clears throat> I've never been a customer service person. If you've ever ordered anything from us or <laughs> have, have emailed support for help or like you had any yeah. questions, if it wasn't on Instagram, it was Tiana. Yep. And that's why it was so nice. So like when people come to me with issues, I'm learning, I'm getting better at it. Yeah. But like people will just say stupid shit. And it's like, if you would just read, if you just read the description, this question would never exist. And and it's and one of the the simplest things is like, "Oh, the shirt's tight." Is it tight um or is it an athletic fit t-shirt? Um are you actually a large or are you fat? <laughs> like that's that's I you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. it's an athletic fit shirt so it's going to fit a little bit more snug. Yeah. Um it's washed two times before you ever get it. It's washed before we get it as a blank. So it's pre-shrunk. And then, yeah, they're pre-shrunk. And then, but they're true to size. They're yeah. just athletic fit, right? So they don't shrink again. If you follow the washing instructions, yeah. which we put big red stickers on every single one, Wash washing cold, because it, it elongates the image. Yeah. Like yeah. this is every single shirt no matter where you get it whether it's screen printing, direct garment, whatever it is, it's going to fade over time. Especially yeah. if you're sweating in it and you're working out in it, you're rolling on the fucking ground, wearing play carriers with it, it's going to fade over time. And it's I like seeing the faded t-shirts cuz it proves to me you're fucking working. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it usually takes about a year for it to fade out. Um but like I had people arguing with me in the beginning like screen printing doesn't fade. As bad as Direct Garment, and that's bullshit. Because I have screen printing shirts from other companies and friends' companies mm. that have equally, if not some of them, worse. And you got these huge cracks and all this other shit. It, it, it happens with everything. Nothing yeah. is better than anything just, else.
1: Yeah, I think the biggest thing is it's just it's they wear differently. Yeah, like screen printing and Direct Garment and vinyl or whatever, they're all going to wear yeah. differently.
0: Yeah. And some last, some you can get away with throwing in a hot washer, but yeah. if you want to, no matter what one you go with, if you wash it on cold and tumble dry it, you're going to elongate the life of it. Yes. No, with all three of those.
1: Yeah. And the one thing I do, like, <clears throat> since we're on this topic, uh, direct garment, I like it because it doesn't feel like you can feel the print on it. Mm-hmm. Like I have this one shirt that I absolutely love. It's a Volkswagen and it's like the old uh, like the 1950s 60s ad and it shows like it's a family car mm. but someone photoshopped it so it's like on the fucking ground <laughs> but it's this big uh, sc- like screen print right and like i can't breathe my my chest will sweat just in that one spot yeah That was
0: one of my biggest complaints with screen printing and why we didn't choose screen printing Yeah, was because a lot of us are wearing plate carriers. And so through my experience of wearing plate carriers before I owned this business and made t-shirts was with that. So I got these really cool images on the back of t-shirts, but I throw a plate carrier on or I'm out in the desert for like 15 minutes. I'm drenched in sweat in that one spot. And my description of this was, it feels like I have a huge sticker on my back. Yeah. Where with our t-shirts, you don't even know that there's a fucking design there. And sometimes you forget like what shirt I'm I'm wearing because you can kind of like you know when you were kids and your friends would like yeah. draw on your back and be like oh you said this word you know what I mean like <laughs> did you ever do that as yeah, a kid yeah, yeah. so it's like I can feel oh okay so this is like that sub shirt with the nods on it you know what I mean like you yeah. can feel the image with ours you're like it's just a shirt yeah, you know what I mean that's that's what I, I forget really do like about it yeah I forget what image I'm wearing sometimes I'm like oh yeah that is the tired that is the reaper you know but yeah. I don't know it's. To each of their own. I'm not talking shit about who does what and how they do it. I don't really give a fuck. That's do you, boo boo. Yeah.
1: And on the topic of people not reading, like, and I get this a lot. It's mainly the Sig P365 crowd. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you get if you get a normal P365, mm-hmm. the TLR7 sub um, has now four, but the most part we'll talk about there's two variants that can work on those setups and the um so the one that you'd get is the sig one right and mm-hmm. it just works on the rail and i work with the aftermarket crowd in that area right so many times i'll make a holster and it's for the tlr7 sub and they will be this doesn't fit which i got one today and he's like oh it's so tight and this and that i didn't see it the way he showed i couldn't see what his gun was Mm -hmm. first thing is you know i always ask him did you mess with the retention sometimes i put a little bit tight so you might have to loosen it up and you know he had some other thing that he misread and then i it was like maybe 10 20 minutes he responds back oh i need to get the 1913 light and everything else is great (laughs) i'm like You get me so worked up. So many people get me so worked up because I'm like, I know this fucking works. I know I sent it out and it's fine. Mm -hmm. And nope, it was just user error. And it's, I know for me, I need to do more education. Kind of like, you know, you guys do a lot of education, especially- I
0: don't do enough, man. And that's funny too, because I started to see Lucas Botkins. He started to do these little short clips of information. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Why is it when I say these are things I want to do, he all of a sudden starts doing it? I've never vocalized it publicly. That's what I want to do.
1: Crazy thing too, is in a company that size, that was probably done
0: a month ago. Probably. Because they, that they
1: are so far in advance of all that stuff. But it's just
0: like we were talking earlier, like that holster industry is so saturated, oversaturated, but it's not like there's always going to be somebody that wants to support your company or likes yours or prefers yours over anyone else's. Oh yeah. And so it's like, it's the same thing with education. Like, I just don't want to. I'm not going to. I'm going to change up the way I'm going to do it because I don't yeah. want it to seem like I'm copying anyone. I don't want. I want to do it in my own authentic way. Um, but there's a lot of things that I want to share that I have never seen. And there's some things that I have seen that probably some people that are following us haven't seen because I'm following people and I'm associated with people and have experienced things that people that are following me have not. Yeah. And so, like, I know that I see these things. So in my mind, I assume that other people already know these things.
1: And that's that's probably the biggest issue, at least for you and I. That, you know, we're so into in the industry and we're aware of a lot of these things, mm-hmm. and we just assume everyone else is on their level. And then, like, yeah. uh, like yesterday when I had that guy come in to get a holster made, um, and you could, and when I realized that he had, this was his first uh, concealed carry. He's barely, he hasn't even shot the gun. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh shit. Like I just assumed that he knew how to conceal carry. And so I had to walk him through and like, okay, this is, you know, these parts are these things. These are the reason why you want these clips. And
0: like, bro, you showed up for a holster and I'm teaching you how to shoot.
1: Yeah. That's kind of how it ended up. And Mike, come out. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Well, Mikey's friends with him, which, and he knows my brother, which I'm sorry, but, um, yeah (laughs) (laughs) moving on yeah but it was it was it was a good eye-opener kind of what you're saying that even though someone else is putting the information out you need to put it out because your audiences are never the same
0: no and some people don't follow the same people like i said anyways um, but yeah, so I do plan on doing a bunch of little, just short informational posts. Like we did just mainly drills today, yeah. um, because good drills. they were good drills. They were movement drills, incorporating movement, moving while shooting multiple different targets, reloading while moving, using portions of my kit, not just off my belt. Yeah. Um, things that we are preaching. So I have to also exercise these things. So. Um, that's part of the job too. You can't just say things and not do it. And that, you know, I, my wife calls me out on things sometimes. She's like, Hey, <laughs> you said this, um, but that's not 100% accurate. You need to make sure that, you know, if you say this, that it is accurate because oh. you don't want to be anything other than what you're saying you are. And I'm like, you're absolutely correct. I'm going to fix this. And so I'll fix it. And that's, it's, part of that flaw of mine is because i'm just super passionate and i know what i want and i know what i'm going to do and so mm-hmm. sometimes i talk like in the in the future yeah like oh i have this but i don't have that you know what i mean i don't know if that's like a part of like autism or if i'm just like <laughs> on the spectrum or something i i wouldn't be surprised um i are special yeah but it's it's just anyways that's that's one flaw that i've noticed in myself but it's it's part of that is just recognizing that you have a flaw to begin with and working on that. But, um, on a, on a plus note that fucking douche flute vape skis that you haven't heard this entire podcast for a total of, uh, 34 minutes. Hell yeah. Uh, I, I have went, I have wind. I have went, <laughs> I have, <now. laughs> went, I, ha- I have fire. No, um, we were doing the douche flute for quite a while there. And, uh, I was on three yeah. milligram nicotine and then we had weaned off to like 1.5. So we mixed three with zero and now we're on zero. And so I'm hoping, hoping I'm going to be quitting 100% by the end of next week.
1: It's all about the way you say it. Yes. I, I know like a lot of uh, successful people, you don't say when or whatever, or like I am I'm going, going to, I'm going to do this. Is, yeah, this it's just going to happen in, this time.
0: Yeah. And it's just like everything else. like, I've been working out every single day, six days a week. Dude, you're looking good. Dude, I feel good. Like, feel the good other, though. like
1: I think today I was like, damn, like, looking cut, man. Like, I know. You it's look working. healthy.
0: I know, and I feel healthy, and that's just this one last thing. So I've had some chest pains the last couple of days. I think it's stress, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's like, Tiana was like, let's go get your blood pressure checked and check my oh, blood so, pressure. and So you
1: want to – so Felicia – has some of the same issue mm-hmm. and she will hold stress in mm-hmm. and like to her, she'll almost get dizzy. Like it's so bad. Oh, blood wow. pressure. Do you know what the doctor recommends to do? Drink a soda? Drink red wine. I mean, so I mean, Hey, you know, see, you drink a beer once in a
0: while. You it's a win-win win for both <laughs> of you. <Yeah. laughs> oh my God. Oh, hey babe, you're stressed. Should we get drunk? <laughs>
1: Felicia should get drunks like one glass. Or you could, like, burp in her general direction. She's buzzed.
0: Dude, I'm a lightweight, too, because I don't drink half as much as I used to. So, like, three beers, I'm I'm buzzing pretty good. I mean, yeah. not the hard cider, so, like, the Angry Orchard and stuff. I yeah. could drink a whole six-pack myself, and I, now I'm feeling good. But, like, if I'm drinking, like, hard alcohol, I fucking hate al- hard alcohol. I love with. hard alcohol. I'm not a fan. I know you I'm are. Whiskey, you dude. like whiskey. I know. <laughs> but, like, it just hurts me. I just, <laughs> you just need
1: good whiskey. I just, yeah,
0: Well, you gave me that one whiskey, and it was good. It was just spicy. It was real spicy on your birthday when we went out to the cabin.
1: Oh, that was the Jack Daniels uh, Frank Sinatra. It was spicy. Yeah, that was good. That was good stuff. And that
0: was after quite a bit of alcohol, too. Yeah, that's sometimes. like the night.
1: Yeah, you got to. The night ender. You got to get a couple couple drinks into you, then you don't taste the ethanol. This
0: motherfucker was checking emails at 2 (laughs) a.m., On his birthday in a cabin. Yeah, I was, I was like, "Turn off your phone." <laughs> <laughs> Why are you working? Like, yeah. we're not supposed to be doing this. We're shit. in a cabin. And there's, yeah. there's, there's like, so what did we do? We went on a walk, dude. That, that was, was cool.
1: Like, I want to do that more. That was fun, even if without nods, just like nature walks, man. Dude, oh, fuck yeah, we, we saw so deer
0: good. under night vision.
1: Yeah, the deer, there was a couple elk.
0: Yeah, Taylor let you borrow his night vision for the night. Yeah. And then we, like, switched night vision and yeah, shit. Yeah, it was
1: cool. It was cool to see the difference between white phosphorus and uh, green. Green. Yeah, yeah, it was.
0: And it, you could see the elk way better, or the deer way better with the white yeah. than you could. But it was, like, the illumination off of the house's, like, porch lights yeah. were so much brighter under white than it was green. It
1: was, yeah, it was, it was interesting to see the differences. Either way, I was, like, like, there was, Um, I forget what. Company was selling, but they advertised a PVS fourteen white phosphorus for twenty three hundred bucks. Oof! I almost bought it. See, I just
0: sold my PVS fourteen green phosphorus for twenty five.
1: But you couldn't
0: It was more, not really twenty five. I traded.
1: But you can now upgrade to white.
0: I can if I upgrade it to anything that was going to be duels.
1: Was that PVS thirty ones?
0: You can't. Well, you can do thirty ones, um, but I don't know. I mean, I think it's like DTNVGs, RNVGs btn vgs there's so many different options like i mean i i don't know enough about night vision to recommend anything but what i would recommend based off of my experience with it is if you are interested in night vision start with a um a single tubed pvs14 green phosphorus but if now for 2300 dollars you can get a white phosphorus then fucking do it because yeah what my green phosphorus pvs-14 which was like a gen 3 filmless tube um was it was msrp'd at 2500 when i got mine i got it for 17 from friend but you know
1: still yeah and the way that uh, the more saturated the market becomes with that technology prices should come down
0: well and that's why i'm like i i know that i'm gonna get to a point to where buying dual white phosphorus what i actually want and desire i will eventually have and so i have something to look forward to and yeah. so not having any night vision you know i i don't feel i was the only one with night vision other than taylor and so or mike, mike's yeah. got one mike's got one i didn't did, know that
1: i thought we were uh we did that night shoot
0: oh yeah yeah mike does yeah yeah other yeah. mike i thought yeah. you were talking about hxc comms no
1: no, uh Gucci gear Mike. No, Gucci That's Gear. That's how I'm gonna refer to him.
0: Yeah. I mean his last name just start with a G. There you go. So Mike Gucci. Mike Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got duels, I think, right? Or does he have a single?
1: I don't know. He's got more money else to do with. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Either way, everyone's gonna have night vision eventually. I think everyone should do it. Super fun. Um hell yeah. But God, I don't it's been such a long day. It's been a long day. We got this new fucking mixer. Hopefully this audio doesn't sound bad. This is going to be kind of more of a shorter podcast. Yeah, we, we kind of want to just test it out. This and, is more of a test because all of this conversation could be completely fucking useless if it doesn't work. But if, it, but,
1: if it's good, then um, if you want to be on the podcast, yeah. reach out. You like, Reach out.
0: Hit us up at AdaptiveCitizens at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, and then uh, we'll try to set up times and stuff because now we can – we can do this.
0: Well, like, uh, Dude, I'm down to talk to anyone about just about anything, as long as it has some form of value.
1: Yeah, definitely, because um, we're going to do with Mark, right?
0: We're going to do one with Mark. We're going to do one with Mike.
1: We need to do one, at least have him call, or at least do a test recording. And if it works, then we're like, all right, let's do this. And I
0: I would love I would love to. He also wants to come out and and do one in person, so we'll see. It's up to him. But now we got the mixer. We just need to get another mic.
1: You know, it might be better to do this remote. Think so? Yeah, because Mark might you know touch your dick or something. That's true. He's a, it's spicy, a very small room, and he's a spicy individual.
0: He's very strong. <laughs> yeah. And I'm in a corner.
1: <laughs> in this little room, dude, we're we're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Can
0: you imagine him just swinging in here? Oh my God, God damn. <laughs> All right. Well, then I guess we'll just call this a wrap. And um, this is, what is it? It is Saturday, 11.06 p.m. um, July 23rd. July 23rd. 2022. 2022. So episode 12 is a wrap. See you guys. guys next time. Bye.